And here's this guy that looks identical to me. And so we pull up the yearbook and I mean, Lily, he looks exactly like me in high school. I knew I was looking at my real dad for the first time. Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I am your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternal event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. Welcome to episode 94. I am pretty excited because today I'm going to a local NPE meetup here in just a couple of hours. A small group of about 10 of us have decided to meet at a local restaurant downtown Minneapolis today, and it's really beautiful out here where I live. So I think we are going to sit out on a patio on the Mississippi River, and I'm pretty pumped. And I'm actually a little nervous, too. <laughs> so I I know a few of them, as they have been guests on the podcast, but about five of them I have never met. So I am going to be nodding my head like crazy today, I am sure. I'm pretty grateful. I live in a time period where technology allows me to connect with people going through the same thing as me. I love listening to NPEs tell their stories. And we are going to listen to Chris today tell his. Hi, Chris. Hi, Lily. And I don't think it's even been a full year for you since you got your DNA test results. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I got my test results back in December of 2020. So just coming up on nine months, 10 months. So yeah, exactly. Depending on when you're listening to this, um, December 2020, and it is what, September 2021? You, yes. oh, you're an NPE baby still. <laughs> I know, I know, but so much has happened. It's, um, it's really been a wild year. Yes, I, you sent me some pictures. So there must be some new developments in your story. First, why don't you go ahead and share a bit about your family of origin and we'll take it from there. Okay. Um, so I was born in November 1984 in Sacramento, California. And um, just kind of growing up, I always knew uh, my birth story was that my mom was working in Cupertino and she was a hairstylist in a uh, mall. And uh, they kind of, her and my birth certificate father just kind of had friends with benefits, um, that kind of situation. And so she would uh, come home from Cupertino to Sacramento and uh, she was really good friends with um his bro- his sister and him, and they would kind of hang out and, and party and stuff. Um, and one of those times she got pregnant. And so um, she thought that she was just going to have me and not, you know, try to find the dad. And she had a job opportunity to go to New York City. 
And so she was just going to take me to New York and uh, just live with me and raise me there. But uh, she came back to Sacramento one weekend and she was starting to show. And so um, my birth certificate father, his sister, um, who they were friends, kind of, um, you know, she was like, hey, you're, are you pregnant? And my mom was just, you know, kind of a nervous wreck. And finally she said, yes, I think so. And she said, is it my brother's? And my mom kind of said, I'm not sure, but I think so. Mm -hmm. So she went to Kaiser. Uh, I guess that's, I don't know if that's a big hospital (laughs) everywhere, but um, so she went to Kaiser and uh, had a, uh, you know, and they checked her out and said, yes, you're pregnant. And uh, they said, yep, it's most likely uh, David's. And so that was it. She quit her job in the Bay Area and uh, moved back to Sacramento and they bought a house together. And um, uh, then they got pregnant again with my brother. And so they decided it's time to get married. And um, short, and then after getting married a couple years later, my sister came along. And um, so we grew up kind of a pretty typical middle suburban or middle-class suburban family in Sacramento. We had dogs. We went camping every summer. We did a lot of boating on the river and at lakes and stuff. Um, you know, we all played uh, little league sports and uh, from the outside, it just looked like a pretty typical family. Um, but growing up, I kind of knew I never looked like anyone in my family. And, uh, you know, as I got a little older, I kind of, you know, realized this and, and my parents would comment on it too. Like, oh, wow, you know, you don't look like anyone um, on your dad's side of the family. And I don't, I don't know when, but they, they had dug up some picture of a great grandfather on my mom's side. And so, oh yeah, that's the guy, that's the guy you look like. And I never even saw this picture. (laughs) They they never showed it to me. Um, so I didn't really know what was going on there, but, uh, my brother looks identical to my dad, to my birth certificate father. And, Mm -hmm. uh, my dad would, um, have pictures all over the house of him as a baby. And it was kind of funny when my brother was younger, you know, he was, Oh, that's, that's my picture. And Oh no, that's me. You know, that's dad. And, uh, my brother would get confused. And, and, uh, so they always treated my brother, um, just as the favorite, he was number one in the family. Um, and he's two years younger, but, uh, but he was also born with a heart defect. And so, um, barely survived being born. And so they just, they just loved him. And he looked like my dad. So my dad just loved him. Um, and, and actually both of my brother and sister, just the, that side of the family, just, they all have a really strong, you know, facial features. They all kind of look like each other. And so my brother and sister just really look that way. Um, and I just, you know, look like, I don't know, I don't know who. So, um, and so me and my birth certificate father, just, we, as we got older, we just did not get along. And I just, I didn't know what, why, um, he wanted me to play baseball and football and stuff. And I just, I did not like sports. I was not into it. Um, I was, I got way more into computers, which, you know, they were just starting to become a real thing growing up in the late nineties. And, Mm -hmm. uh, so I was just like super into photography and, um, digital art and 3d design and, uh, video editing and stuff. And he just wanted nothing to do with it. He thought I was a, I was some kind of drug addict playing with computers and I, which makes no sense because I was always home and 
I've never done a drug in my life. <laughs> and uh, I was a pretty straight and narrow kid. And, um, but my grades kind of suffered. Just um, he put a lot of pressure on me to have perfect grades. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't know, I hated school and I could only get C's. And, and uh, he would just get so mad. And, uh, you know, I would just dread coming home with a C on my report card. Just, like, how do I get out of this? How can I just run away and find a new family? Um, and he, but he, um, he also really struggled with, uh, alcohol. He would just drink so much and, uh, you know, he'd come home from work and just drink a 12 pack of beer. And by the afternoon, he would just be mad at everyone over the tiniest things. Uh, you know, maybe at dinner time it was you have you have your elbows on the table, and now you're just you know you're just such a terrible person. You never listen. You don't pay attention. And um, it was actually kind of funny at the dinner table. I would sit in the chair that was furthest away from him, and it was right next to my mom. And that's just how we didn't get along. And um, he would get in these shouting matches with me. You know, he'd come up to my bedroom and just just be like inches from my face yelling at me with beer breath and just spitting all over me about, I don't even know what, um, because I know one of them, I had the window open and oh, I don't know what you think you're doing. I've got the air conditioning on. Are you trying to get the smell of weed out of your room? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? And, um, pretty typically it would just end in me just absolutely bawling, crying, crying myself to sleep and just, hating my life. And I, I very distinctly remember thinking, you know, I think there's a, there's someone else out there. I I don't look like this guy, you know, and I don't know why he hates me, but I just felt like there was like, I had a different dad and that there was someone else out there. And if I could ever find him, he probably looked exactly like me. And, uh, and, um, it was kind of funny because later on when we did our ancestry, uh, test, my wife was like, why do you already have an Ancestry account? And, uh, you know, I, I kind of got onto Ancestry as soon as, I don't know, whenever it was available. And I don't, I guess I didn't understand um, genealogy, but I thought, you know, maybe I could get on there and put my name in and find something <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that was, uh, you know, that, that would tell me I had a different dad or um, I guess not knowing how any of that kind of stuff works. Yeah, I gave up pretty quick because that's not how that works. <laughs> um, but uh, I had to I had to tell my wife. Well, that's why I have an account because, you know, I I I just always suspected this. Um, and uh, and so as as time kind of went on, it just got more and more uh, obvious to a lot of people. Uh, we would have you know uh, my friends would meet my parents for the first time, and and uh, you know later on they would say you know are you sure that's your dad? Are you like adopted or is he your stepdad? Or, Mm. um, and I would say, yeah, you know about that. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he's not, but you know, I, I have no other, you know, and, and, um, talking to my mom about it was just something that never even crossed my mind. It was, you know, how do you even have that conversation? Um, you know, I guess it's, uh, in a way it would be, um, kind of like demoralizing to her if you, you know, said, Hey, do you, you know, did you, you know, sleep with someone else that might be my dad? And Mm -hmm. I don't, it's just a very uncomfortable thing. And, um, I don't know, most of the time I didn't think about it. You know, I didn't even just didn't cross my mind. Um, it was only when we had like really bad, 
um, interactions or, or fights or whatever. But, uh, um, you know, so it just goes on and on. Like, uh, one time, uh, my aunt on that side of the family, um, she lives in Florida. So she came out to visit and it was my brother's birthday. And, uh, I think he had just turned 21. So we decided to go to the bar and hang out with her. And she's, she's all excited. Like, Oh, it's gonna be fun hanging out with my nephews at the bar and stuff. And we did have a fun time, but, uh, I got there and I forgot my, my ID. And well, even though he just turned 21, he had been in the bar all the time. Cause it's kind of out in the country outside of, uh, Sacramento there. And, and, you know, she's like, well, yeah, I need your ID. You look young. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot it. You know? And my brother goes, no, no, that's my brother. He's, you know, and she's like, well, William, you're in here all the time, but that's not your brother. <laughs> he does not look like you. You're trying to cover up for one of your younger friends. And, uh, and then, you know, my sister's like, no, no, that's, that's, that's my brother. And they're she's just not having it. Like, no, you guys don't look anything alike. There's no way you guys are siblings. Uh, you know, even my aunt, my aunt looks a lot like my sister and, and, uh, just don't look like me. And so, uh, so anyway, that was just kind of, you know, one of those funny stories looking back on, on times that it was just so obvious it was right there. Um, so, uh, as, as time went on, my parents, um, just never, it was a bad marriage from the start. My dad's just, you know, a drunk and he gets really aggressive and angry and we get mad at my mom and, um, you know, they would just have crazy fights. And, and I, I remember one time, uh, after he was just yelling at her and throwing things. And I said, mom, why don't we just leave? You know, we should just get away from this guy and go somewhere else. And she's no, 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 he's fine. He's just mad. You know, I, I burned dinner and I deserved it. And, um, gosh, at holidays, it would be so terrible because we'd have family over for Thanksgiving and my mom would, you know, not set a timer for something and it would start burning in the oven and he would just come undone yelling at her. And the whole family's just looking at each other. Like, are we really here? Are we really doing this right now? And, uh, uh, so eventually, um, they did, they did go through divorce and it, gosh, it took seven, seven years and it's only just now getting finalized. And, um, It was just really bad. You know, they were fighting over the house and over money and over rental properties they had and um, over his inheritance and stuff. And uh, uh, my wife actually is a realtor and she stepped in and tried to help and said, you know, I'll I'll sell it for you guys. And, and uh, I kind of told her, I was like, don't get involved in this. You know, this is so bad. And sure enough, he lost it on her and he's yelling at my wife and, you know, and, and I've told him several times before, you know, just get out of my life. I don't need you in it. I don't want anything to do with you. And this was one of those times. And, um, and, and, you know, so we just stopped talking and that that's kind of a common thread where we just wouldn't talk. I'd just go a year without talking to him. But, um, but eventually, I don't know, I, for some reason, I always end up starting to talk to him again Mm-hmm. And now that we have kids, you know, he has, you know, he considers them his grandchildren. And so it's like, well, you know, he should be able to see his grandchildren and whatnot. Um, and so it's just really off and on like that. And just, uh, uh, so, um, so, uh, after all the divorce kind of settles out, um, 
my wife and I had been looking at moving out of California uh, just because I was doing a long commute down to the Bay Area and, you know, traffic there is crazy and it's just, everything's crazy in California. And so um, we were kind of thinking Arizona or Idaho and um, uh, Deborah's mom lived in, that's my wife, Deborah, uh, lived in Arizona and we had visited a couple times and we thought, oh, well, let's go visit Idaho. And so we go, um, we go up to Idaho and uh, just kind of assuming we'd move to Boise and, and uh, I had never actually even really known where Coeur d'Alene was. Um, it's kind of a smaller resort town in North Idaho and so we're okay, well, let's go visit that also. And so we drive up there and, and uh, just never having been there, met with a realtor and uh, I got a job offer and we decided that's it. That's where we're going to move. We're moving to Coeur d'Alene. And, uh, you know, it was just really weird because I don't do things that way. I don't do them that um, I'm not that, I don't know, <laughs> spontaneous. Um, and so it was like, this is like the biggest change of our life. And I just did it so spontaneously. So, um one thing that um, kind of, I, I don't know if it plays into this, but um, my grandpa had passed away in 2017. And this is my my mom's side. And me and him were just so close. Um, you know, he just loved me to death. And he always hated my, my birth certificate father. And uh, I mean, we would do everything together. He um, hired me at his um, engineering firm to do to go out and do construction work with him and stuff. He taught me how to drive a forklift and a bobcat. And um, we, he he was super into air, airplanes. And so he would take me to like every air show in, that we could get to. We would go to um, Las Vegas for the 50th anniversary um, Air Force Air Show. And we went to Reno Air Races all the time. Um, and just anytime he could put me in uh, the left seat of a Cessna and take a picture of me, he would do it. And so he always wanted me to become a pilot and, uh, uh, my, my birth certificate father was just so down on my, um, grades and stuff. He's oh, you're never going to be a pilot. So anyways, grandpa had passed away in 2017. And shortly after that, I, I went ahead and got my pilot's license and, um, and then we made this move and, uh, it, I don't know, for some reason, looking back now, I kind of feel like he was somehow guiding me in my life, um, it, to where I needed to be. And it's, um, so after we move up here to Idaho, um, this is, this is kind of the, the event that triggered everything. Um, my dad had kind of self invited him. Uh, he invited himself up here to go hunting. Uh, that was his, that was one of the things he always wanted to do was out of state hunt in Idaho in the Rocky mountains. And, uh, so I'm, I said, okay, fine. You know, I, I kind of uh, became friends with my neighbor and he has um, uh, some property up in the mountains. And so he comes up here and, uh, and just hijacks my hunting season. <laughs> and uh, he, um, he had another friend uh, who moved up here and he says, no, 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 we're going to go. Um, we're going to go hunting with this guy. And I said, no, no, no. I got, you know, this in with my friend and, uh, you know, I have a camper trailer and I got property or we have this property to go to and he's, yeah, well, well, we could do that after let's go, let's go with this guy. Cause he says that, you know, he just, there's deer everywhere. We'll be able to get a deer and just me being a pushover and not wanting to argue with him. You know, I, I say, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Let's do that. And, um, it turned out just, just really bad. This, this guy's 
has never hunted before. And he actually, he actually wanted to hunt on a private campground that was closed for the season. And, (laughs) oh, it was, it was just terrible because that's, you know, (laughs) that's just not how we hunt. We go out in the woods and we put in the effort and we try to find an animal. And, uh, and anyway, without getting into too many graphic details, it just got really bad. And uh, finally, he he agrees. Okay, let's go. You know, and see your friend's property. And uh, so all my friends are in camp, and we show up. And you know, I say, hey, you know, this is my dad. I didn't know any better. Um, you know, David. And uh, and they kind of look at him, and they kind of look at me, and they're like, huh. And and so he, David says, yeah, I know we don't look anything alike. And when he was born, I told his mother, are you sure he's mine? And, um, you know, I, I had actually heard him make this comment before, but this time it was like, you know, you're just, you're upsetting me while you're staying up here. You ruined, you kind of hijacked my hunting season and now we're going to do this again. And so, um, I had to, I had to come home for the weekend, uh, because of work. And I tell my wife, you know, I'm like, this is just the most miserable hunting trip ever. And she says, it's always the most miserable hunting trip when you go with you with David. And I said, yeah, you're right. And she said, you know, um, your aunt did one of those DNA tests. We could do that and see, you know, if he really is your dad. And I don't know how, I I never really looked into all this stuff. Like I knew you could do DNA tests and I knew you could find out where you're from. And so um, my mom's side and David's side are both um, largely German background. So I said, yeah, you know, I guess we could do a DNA test and we would find out uh, how German I am. And I guess if it turns out I'm not very German, you know, that would be the answer. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I knew, I guess when she said that your aunt did it, somehow in my mind, I said, oh yeah, I guess they would just match you up with other people in your family, even though I didn't know that to be a fact. So while he's here, um, we order, uh, she goes, well, well, you know, there's so many companies that do it. And I said, you know what? Let's just order them all. <laughs> We're doing, let's do 23andMe and Ancestry. Um, you know, and come to find out there's some other ones, but I guess those were the two big ones that would probably give us the best chance of finding out something. Mm-hmm. So uh, so those show up while he's here and my wife like has to like go hide the DNA test. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wait until he leaves. And I kind of hesitated for, I guess everybody does this now, um, but I kind of hesitated for like a week or so. And I, I... Sometimes I get these really strong feelings about something that's going to happen. Like um, I, I had a feeling one time that uh, something wasn't right about uh, my wife borrowing my truck for, for to go to work for the day. And sure enough, uh, it started raining and she got in an accident. Um, and then another time we were supposed to go on a trip to Lake Tahoe. And I just had this really bad feeling about the trip. And I was just thinking like, I don't know, for some reason we should cancel this. And sure enough, we got in a car accident uh, in the snow. And so I always get these really weird feelings. And um, so I, I'm taking the DNA test and, you know, you spit in the tube and right as I'm like putting it back in the envelope to seal it up, I just have this feeling like uh, something just just really strongly comes over me and says, this is going to change your life forever. And I, I, you know, and gosh, it sure did. But uh, so we seal it up, send them off. And uh, I told my wife, I said, you know, I just have this really weird feeling like somehow my life's going to change forever. She's freaking out because she had um, a surgery planned the next week. 
and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it through surgery. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and that's going to be your life changing event. And I said, I said, I, I don't think that's it. I, I don't think so. And so she has her surgery and everything was fine. And, um, and, uh, so the first one that comes back is 23 and me, cause it's, they're super fast. Like, ah, it's so awesome that they're so fast. <laughs> I got home from work and we opened up the computer and, uh, we open up the 23 and me results and we get logged in and everything. And so the first, um, actually the first thing we did was we went to ethnicity cause it was like, oh my gosh, how German am I really, you know? And it shows, um, like 20% German and I'm like, gosh, you know, unless someone's got their backgrounds wrong, that's pretty low. And, uh, I'm scrolling through and there's, you know, um, there's like British background and, um, there's some, there's like a little tiny bit of African and, uh, and so, uh, wait, okay, fine. You know, there's not very much German. Let's, oh, look at these matches. Let's see these matches. So, um, right away, um, a couple cousins come up and I recognize them from my mom's side and I'm recognizing names. Uh, you know, there's names in there where it's like, oh yeah, okay. I know these people. And then we start coming across names because 23 and me kind of like, they do a lot better job of sorting and of like naming people. They just, you know, this is your grandparent. This is your cousin. This is your, you know, brother, sister, whatever. So, um, on my paternal side though, it's just no one I recognize. And for David's side of the family, it is a really small family. Uh, you know, there's just, uh, none, none of the, none of his brothers and sisters had, um, kids and, um, even going above that, his parents were single, single children and stuff. So it's a, it's kind of a small family anyways. Uh, but I was wondering, you know, well, which, which company did my aunt test with? Because I know that she had found some distant, uh, relatives on that side of the family, um, from, from a DNA test and doing a bunch of, ans- um, uh, genealogy and stuff. So, we're just looking at these names though and, and not recognizing any of them. And then we went to the, the little map where it uh, shows like your family tree. And we started realizing like some of these names that it's coming up with are really far out there anyways. Um, and we, so we do, you know, the first thing everybody does is go to Facebook <laughs> mm-hmm. and start, start typing in names and, you know, and then, uh, so then I start getting this feeling like which name could be my last name, you know, all of a sudden, like it dawns on me, if this is real, then I don't have the right last name. And, uh, so I'm looking at these names thinking, wow, which one of these is supposed to be my last name? And anyways, just because of the distance on those, um, we really didn't get much further with it. So we kind of just, uh, kind of were just like, okay, well, that's not, we're not as German. I'm not as German as I thought. Um, and I was, I had actually been talking to my sister about this the whole time and she's super supportive and, and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know what she was feeling about it, but she's just like, Oh no, I don't recognize any of those names either. And, uh, because she's a lot more in touch with, uh, a lot more of the family because my mom's side of the family is just huge. I've got something like, I don't know, it's, I think it comes up to like over a hundred cousins and second cousins. And so it's just massive. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, Holly, who, who do you recognize any of these names? Cause you know, a lot more of those cousins, 
She's like, no, no, I've never heard any of those names. And so that was kind of it. That was where we left it. So a few more weeks go by and, and, uh, the ancestry results come in while I'm at work. And, uh, my wife texts me and she says, Hey, your ancestry results come in. And I said, I said, yeah, I saw the notification. Um, don't open it though. You know, let's, let's do it together tonight. And she said, um, well, I saw there's a close match. It says close family and I don't recognize the name. And I said, okay, stop. <laughs> don't, don't go solving this without me. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so we get home that evening and we pull it up together and sure enough, there's a close match uh, or a close family is what ancestry calls it. And, um, you know, I didn't really understand Santa Morgans, but it shows, she shows up as uh, 1400 Santa Morgans. But the name is just like a username and it looks like a first and middle name bumped together. So we try to go on to Facebook and we try to find her and no, no one by any of that kind of name comes up. So then we were like, okay, shoot, you know, and I'm, I'm Googling her name and stuff. And this just does not come up at all. So we kind of move down the list and start uh, Facebook stalking the next person and then the next person. Um, and eventually we get to a pretty far out cousin. I think he's like a uh, third cousin or something. I don't remember what the Santa Morgans are, but it was lower. You know, it was a hundred something Santa Morgans. And uh, my wife Googles him and she starts seeing some of the other names on the uh, DNA list. And so she's like, okay, we got the right family. <laughs> mm. And uh, I, I actually don't know how she did it, but she was going into that person's friends list and she started um, just browsing everybody's uh, Facebook that she could. And so she's scrolling through um, one of the people and all of a sudden, and I mean, she's doing like deep dig on this stuff, but, but to her credit, I think it only took her like, two hours to find uh, this person. So she's scrolling through and she finds a picture and she's clicking on all the pictures and reading all the comments and down at the bottom of the comment um, from, from someone it says, Oh, that was that Disneyland trip. Um, You know, I remember you so-and-so and she goes, Oh my gosh, that's that girl's name. Mm. And, and I go, well, that's a really young girl that's why she wouldn't come up on Facebook. And so, you know, we're kind of debating like, wow, how young is this girl? But I match her 1400 CM. So, and, and again, my wife found this in two hours of looking at this. And so, you know, this whole thing just becomes a really quick whirlwind. And I really didn't even have time to process what was happening. So we're looking on the ancestry thing and, you know, it gives you, um, how could this person possibly be related to you? This could be your, uh, I think it's, this could be your grandma. This could be your half aunt. This could be your cousin. This could be your half sister, um, that kind of thing. So we're looking at this and we're thinking, you know, okay, if this girl's like 18, 17, something like that, she can't be my grandma. <laughs> uh, she can't be, she's probably not an aunt. Uh, this looks like a half sister. And, um, you know, when I set out on this, all I wanted to do was prove whether or not David was my dad. and. I thought I was going to do it through ethnicity. And, and for some reason it never even dawned on me that there would be a whole nother family that came along with a different dad. Um, you know, and all of a sudden we're sitting here thinking, 
I have another sister. This is weird. So my wife finds the person that made the comment and goes on her Facebook thing and uh, ends up find ends up kind of finding like a picture of her dad. And uh, she shows it to me and the whole world just stops spinning. And I go, you know, I've imagined this person for so long. That's him. I can't even believe it. Like it looks, he just looks identical to me. So we look him up on, uh, I think it's, is it classmates that does the yearbooks? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we look it up and okay. So the other thing was in his description, uh, it said high school, Cupertino high school. And I thought, oh my gosh, my mom was working in Cupertino like very specifically, not the Bay Area, not San Jose, in Cupertino. <laughs> that's that's been my story growing up. And here's this guy that looks identical to me, and he went to high school in Cupertino. And so we pull up the yearbook, and I mean, Lily, he looks exactly like me in high school. I just I I knew I was looking at my real dad for the first time. So my wife messages um, this other girl. And, you know, I told her, I said, you know, you got to be really careful because this could upset an entire family. Um, and so she messages and says, hey, you know, um, this sounds really weird, but we think we uh, found a DNA match to the, this girl in the picture uh, because you use the same name and we've also matched this other last name. And at the same time, I started... Um, putting together a direct message through ancestry to this girl, you know, like saying, Hey, you're we're really close match. How are we related? And, uh, I, for some reason, I just instinctually knew that could be a, a long shot of getting, uh, or of hearing back from her on that. Cause the last account login was like two years ago. Um, and, and so we kind of, it's getting late on a, I think it was a Friday night. It's getting late and we kind of say, okay, well, I don't think we're going to go much further than this. And, uh, but I have this picture of the yearbook. I'm looking at it on my phone as we're going to bed. I'm just staring at it. And I told my wife, I said, I swear I'm staring at my dad for the first time in my life. And she says, well, you know, let's, we just got to see what, what comes back. And, uh, so shoot, I think it was like midnight that night. All of a sudden we get a message back, um, from the girl that she had messaged. And she says, yeah, that's my sister. Um, I told her to check her ancestry messages. And so, uh, apparently, um, that younger girl works nights, um, kind of a night shift deal. And so she was asleep. And so now she's up and she PMs me back and says, yeah, uh, we do match really close. That's weird. You know, I, I never thought I'd find family on, on ancestry. I just wanted to see what my ethnical background was. And, uh, so we kind of, the next day we kind of message, um, we kind of message each other back on, on Facebook, but my wife's doing it. She's doing, she's doing the messaging and we kind of come to the conclusion that, uh, we're all siblings. We're all half siblings. Um, because the girl that had commented on the picture, they were sisters. And, uh, so we kind of figure out that this is my half sister and this is another half sister. So we start browsing her Facebook account and it turns out I've got, uh, 
five other half sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, so we kind of start sending them pictures of me and they go, Oh yeah, you're definitely a member of the family. You've got Lebanese eyes. And I thought, well, that's what, <laughs> what? That's weird. And so I go back to the ethnical background and, you know, where it said Africa, I'm, I feel kind of dumb about this, but for some reason I was like, of course, everyone's going to have a little bit of African in their DNA. <laughs> That's where we came from. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, so I click on it and drill it down. And sure enough, there it is, uh, Lebanon, Lebanon your, your Lebanese background. And I go, oh my gosh, what? That's so weird. And it was actually pretty high. I think it was 10 something percent. Mm. And uh, so they're like, oh, oh yeah, no, our our family's uh, got a big Lebanese background, and and uh, so they they said, okay, so um, you know, what does this mean? Does this mean that our dad is your dad? And and so we're trying to figure this out, and they said, well, you know, that could be, but we have an uncle also, and so it could be him, you know, it, it might be him. And uh, I, I we said, no, we're looking at the picture of your dad, and it's definitely him. <laughs> and uh, so uh, they sent us along a picture of their uncle and we're like, there's no way, you know, he just, he doesn't look nearly as identical as me. So by Sunday, um, they, they message us and they say, our dad is freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sure he is, you know, and they said, uh, here's his phone number. He wants you to contact him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, what do I even say? What do I do? So um, they said, um, just a text message is fine. And so I said, okay. I sent him a text message and it's like, you know, hey, uh, it looks like I match your daughter, you know, really close on Ancestry. Um, and we think that she's a sister. And so he just kind of says like, oh, okay, you know, I never thought this could happen. You know, I have five daughters and I never thought I would have a son. And, um, you know, are you healthy? Uh, what do you do? You know, and, and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm really healthy. And um, and that's actually kind of an, an anomaly because my brother and sister both have major uh, medical problems. And, uh you know, and I'm, I'm a very successful, uh, auto mechanic and, um, you know, I live here in Coeur d'Alene and he says, he says, wow, or, uh, you know, that's really weird because, uh, my daughters live in Spokane. And so for anybody not familiar with the Pacific Northwest, Spokane is like right next door to Coeur d'Alene, uh, from my house, it's an hour to Spokane. Hmm. And, uh, if you were in Coeur d'Alene, it'd be 20 minutes. It's just right over the border. And, it, and, uh, so they, they kind of, uh, so he was talking to them a lot in the background. And, uh, so he's just kind of in disbelief and doesn't really know what to make of this. Um, and they, they kind of all of a sudden realize, oh my gosh, you live right there in North Idaho. You know, we live in Spokane. This is so crazy. And, uh, so, so come to find out that, um, he had divorced their mom and remarried and had another daughter with them. So that's, that'd be my fifth uh, sister and she's only 11. Um, And so now here I am (laughs) 36 years old and I have an 11 year old sister, you know, like this is just (laughs) wild. (laughs) Um, So, so over December, we just kind of start, 
you know, the, the sisters like immediately just accepted as fact. Yep. This is cool. We got a brother. Now you look exactly like dad. And, uh, and, and he's not as convinced. Uh, and you know, it's, it's like really difficult. It's like, how much do you push the, do you push the subject or, you know, you're just, you're walking such a fine line. And, um, so, you know, I, I kind of wouldn't hear from him and I, I thought, okay, you know, what if I send him a picture, um, of me just, you know, and see what he thinks. And, um, one of my new sisters had actually sent me a picture of him, uh, in his twenties, thirties. And so my wife did a side by side, you know, kind of bumped together picture. And I sent that to him and, uh, he says, okay, I need to do a DNA test myself. Which one did you do? And I said, uh, ancestry was the one that matched me to, uh, your daughter. So he says, okay, I'm doing that. And, uh, so I'm like, okay, cool. You know, in, in three to four weeks, I'll have an answer. <laughs> and, uh, so three, three, three weeks go by and I'm just checking ancestry DNA, you know, every hour of every day. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, in this time I'm, I, I got really, um, into the genealogy thing. And I'm looking at, uh, so my sister had, my new sister had, um, a, a massive family tree for that side of the family. And I mean, I'm looking at, you know, my great, my real grand, my biological grandparents for the first time. And, uh, I've got an uncle and I've got an aunt and I've got cousins out there. And, um, you know, so I just got obsessed and, December had to have been the longest month of my life, <laughs> only second to January, February. <laughs> and um, I think March is when his DNA test finally came back. And it was so weird because uh, I, I had been waiting, you know, and and he had told me in January, okay, I finally sent the DNA test in. And so, you know, I'm I'm checking it every week and every day and and for some reason we were getting ready for bed and I just, I had this feeling like, you know, I should just check it before I go to bed. And sure enough, before Ancestry could even send me the alert, uh, his result had come in and it's such an overwhelming feeling all of a sudden seeing this guy and it comes up parent, you know, 50% DNA match. And it's like, that was like, a, it was like the whole thing happened again. You know, here I have to accept this all over again. And, and I, I just, ah, Lily, I did so much crying in these three, these three months. And, uh, for the most part, it, I kind of got that all out of my system. Um, but, uh, so that comes back, uh, but I fell apart again <laughs> that night. And, uh, so that comes back and in this time, David had really kind of been being a pain in my butt and, um, he was needing paperwork for the divorce and stuff and, and needed my social security number and just a bunch of weird stuff. And, and so a couple of days later, he sends me a, a text message, something about, you know, his grandchildren or something. And uh, I'm working on this truck, trying to do a tune up on it. And I, I'm sitting there and I'm like crying, <laughs> trying to fix a truck. I just start bawling and it's like, Oh my gosh, this is the most embarrassing thing, you know? <laughs> um and I text him back and I said, Hey, I need to talk to you. And he says, I don't like that, you know, tone or that wording. Is there something wrong? And I said, no, everyone's okay. But, you know, I really need to talk to you. 
And I had been just dreading telling him, but it was like, um, you know, I need to, I need to tell him. And I had already told my mom. So, uh, we kind of, uh, I kind of got out of order there. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so much happened. Mm. Um, so I, when I told my mom, I asked my sister cause my sister was the first one I had told. And this is Holly, the one I grew up with. And I said, Hey, you know, uh, it's coming back. I'm matching a whole different family. It looks like this guy's my dad. And she says, Oh my gosh, you just can't tell mom right now. She's so emotional. You know, her life's so messed up with this divorce. And I said, Holly, my life is completely sideways right now. (laughs) Uh, you know, there's not much sympathy going on right now that way. And, uh, so she says, okay, all right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, they still live in Sacramento. So we have to do this over, um, a video call. So I video call her and, and, uh, she says, Hey, you know, what's going on? And I said, I said, mom, you know, uh, I've always thought that, you know, David wasn't my dad, you know, cause he doesn't look like me. And she says, Oh no, no. You remember, we talked about that picture of your great grandfather. That's who you look like. Of course he's your dad. And I said, mom, I have a DNA test that matches me to a whole other family through a, a half sister. And she's just looking at me and, you know, well, I don't understand. And my sister starts bawling on the couch sitting next to her. And, uh, and I said, mom, David's not my dad. I have a different dad. And she says, I don't understand this. This doesn't make any sense. And so my wife chimes in and she says, she says, did you, did you ever know a Scott? And my, my mom just <laughs> so weird. She goes, Oh yeah. 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 He worked at a car dealership in the Bay area and, and uh, yeah, I dated him a little bit. And she goes, that's Chris's dad. And my mom, her jaw, I, I don't know if I've ever actually seen a person's jaw drop. Her jaw just drops and she's just staring at me. And she says, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and, uh, and she just starts bawling, just runs into the bathroom. And my sister's sitting there crying too and now I'm crying, you know, and, and, uh, so she comes back and she just, I just never knew how this could happen. And so she actually flew out, um, right away. And, and, and we had a long weekend of talking about, you know, things that had happened and, and, you know, she says, oh my gosh, you know, when I got pregnant, I just, I just thought it had to have been David and I never even considered Scott and, and, uh, so anyway, Scott's results come back and it was so funny because I'm crying that night, you know, and uh, by midnight, he text messages me and he says, uh, it looks like you're my son. I need to fly out and see you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. And so he lives in Seattle. So uh, uh, it's kind of just weird how we all ended up up here in the North, in the Pacific Northwest, but mm-hmm. So we make plans and he's going to fly out and he, or he's going to drive out and he's going to stay with his daughters in Spokane and he's going to come meet me Sunday afternoon. And so he's like, okay, you know, what's your address? I'm coming over. And so he shows up and um, it was just the weirdest thing, you know, just staring at someone that actually looks like me. And, and uh, that's kind of why I sent you the pictures because I thought it would just be interesting uh, for you to see that, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, he just looks exactly like me. And, um, he's totally your dad. 
Oh completely my gosh. in every way. Yeah, it was it was what I always imagined. It was just what I always imagined. So we kind of had a fun afternoon and um you know, barbecued some chicken and and drank wine and played dice games and um and uh he, you know, left, went back to Seattle and um so then I uh my my new sisters are like, "Oh, you know, we have to meet." And so uh we we get together and, and, uh, it was really kind of awkward, you know, and, <laughs> but they have their kids and they brought all their kids and, uh, we met up in uh, a big park in Spokane and, um, and the one sister, she just comes running up to me. I got to give you a hug right away. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh. Okay. And, um, so then they, they actually, the kids were playing in the park and stuff and they said, Oh, well, why don't you come back over to our house? And, uh, you know, okay, let's do that. And, so one of my sisters, my new sisters is sitting there and she's just staring at me and staring at me. And finally, you know, I just got to say it. You look so much more like dad in real life. I mean, this is like freaky, but in a good way. <laughs> and uh, so it, it was just, that was, that was just great. I mean, they just accepted me right away. And um, so, so then uh, my biological father, he starts planning it planning out, okay, so for Memorial Day weekend, let's all get together. Let's go camp at your sister's house for the weekend. And uh, so we all got together and and I brought my camper down there and he had his tent in the backyard and uh, it was just like a giant family reunion. Um, and so then I he brought uh, my little 11-year-old sister for the first time. And uh, yeah, and so um, she, so she, so my four new sisters, I'm, this is also the first time I've ever seen people that look like me just in general, you know, their facial features and, uh, just their, it's weird. Cause it's like, oh my gosh, like this smile just looks familiar. You know, I don't know how, but it does. And, uh, you know, their laugh is just something about a laugh. And, uh, and so anyway, the, the littlest sister, she doesn't, she doesn't look that much like, like me. She's blonde haired and stuff. And, um, my, my other sisters are all dark hair and it's like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I've ever seen dark haired people <laughs> that are related <laughs> to me. And, uh, so, so the little sister didn't really know what to do with me and she's kind of, you know, and, uh, by the second day she kind of warmed up to me and she's like, oh, you know, I like soccer. You want to kick a soccer ball around? I'm like, heck yeah, let's do that. And, and, uh, so we're kind of playing around and, and then she's like, I, I brought something for you. And she comes back with uh, a frame picture of her and I just start bawling, you know? Uh, yeah, it's just like the sweetest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, so then, uh, my biological father, he pulls out, um, family albums, photo albums, and we sit at the picnic table out back and I'm just absolutely just crying, gushing, you know, I'm seeing, uh, you know, my little sisters growing up and him as a younger, you know, a younger man and, and grandparents and, you know, and, and, you know, grant people that have passed away since then. And, and it's just, uh, this year has been so emotionally draining, you know, it's like for every great experience, like the Memorial day camp out and getting to hang out with these people, there's like a secondary, just emotional drain that comes with it. And, uh, every night that, that weekend, I, uh, you know, we'd go go to bed in the camper and I would just sit there and just cry myself to sleep. Just, 
you know, you're just thinking about all the things you've missed and, um, you know, and they're, they're telling stories around the campfire of things they've done. And it's like, gosh, you know, this, this is the family I was supposed to be a part of. And I missed out on all of this. And, you know, here they have all these wonderful experiences and, and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, my new sister's brother, he's, he's like, or I'm sorry, her, uh, husband, uh, he's, he's kind of been the brother to all these girls because they've been together for 15 years. And it's like, I'm supposed to be the brother, (laughs) you know, and, Mm -hmm. and there's just, you know, and, and, uh, but you know, they, it's just weird. It's, you know, you just have all these thoughts. Um, and it's just really emotionally draining as great as it is, you know? So, um, so since then, you know, I've met them all and, and, uh, there was one sister that was a little bit of a holdout, but uh, when she finally met me at the Memorial Day uh, weekend, she was just like, "Oh yeah, you're my brother," <laughs> mm. and uh, you know, and so they had to get they wanted to get selfies with me and stuff, and uh, that was really weird because then I started looking at the selfies and it was like, "Oh my gosh, we really do look alike," <laughs> and uh, it was really funny because. Um, so it was the youngest, so the youngest sister that I had matched on Ancestry, it turned out she was 19. And so, um, she's having her 20th birthday and just a quick get together at her mom's house. And I was like, you know, are you sure that's okay? And she's like, oh yeah, no, mom wants to meet you. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. And so we go over there and her mom's just, you know, staring at me and she's like, oh my gosh, you really are Scott's kid. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, their grandma was there and their grandma, she goes, she goes, you know, I tell everyone this story. This is just like the best story I've ever heard in my life. Oh, you look exactly like Scott. You know, this is so great. And uh, she's like, yeah, I told my hairdresser. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so then uh, their mom kind of was looking at uh, me and the older sister next to each other. And she goes, you know, I always thought my daughter looked more like me. But now that I see you, you guys are like twins. It's it's just I don't think she got any of my DNA. <laughs> Mm. And so it was just, you know, it, it, uh, I realized it was going to affect everybody, but, um, but everybody just kind of seems to take it really well. And I think a lot of that was that they had already been divorced. And so, you know, and he's already been remarried and, and had a kid. And so I think a lot of that feelings of, you know, I don't know, you know, mixed up family and stuff. I think a lot of that's already gone for them. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot easier to accept me because they already have, you know, siblings from another mother and stuff. And so it's just been such a whirlwind. Um, and, you know, it was just, gosh, the spring, it just, it felt like I lived three years going through those three months. And now that we've all met and we've been getting together more, you know, it, I kind of feel like my life is finally getting back somewhat normal. But, you know, I still have just these weird just weird feelings. You know, it's like, I'll be at work just walking around and it's like, who, who, it, whose legs are even, you know, am I even walking on right now? Mm-hmm. I don't even recognize myself anymore. And, um, you know, looking in the mirror, it's like, I've never even seen myself that way. You know, it's, it's so weird because it's not so much that now, I don't know. It's not so much that I saw myself in him. It's that I see him in me. And that's the, that's the really weird thing. Like, um, I, I, uh, we were, we went on a big, um, we actually went on a big summer vacation, uh, out kind of towards you. We went out to Wisconsin mm-hmm. 
and uh, we were, you know, I was kind of making family videos and stuff. And um, looking back at those videos, it's like, I'm watching myself, but I'm not seeing me, I'm seeing Scott. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like this weird, just chill goes over my body. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I've just never seen myself that way. And, and so it's like, I don't even know who I am anymore. You know, just, ah, it's, it's, it's really, you know, that's, it's a lot to deal with as far as trying to figure that kind of stuff out. Yeah. The identity, the, I don't want to necessarily call it a crisis because you're just kind of relearning. I, I just can't even imagine Oh, I can, you know, what your brain is going through, your feelings, emotionally, the challenges with, with this new identity you have. Yeah. There's, and I mean, it's, we, so we've been out to, um, we've been out to his house too in Seattle a couple times. And, and I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because me and him kind of, um, react the same way to each other where it's like, we just kind of look at each other <laughs> and we don't really know what to do with each other. And it's like, mm. You know, um, he, he, he's funny though. He tells, you know, his friends and stuff, oh, this is my son. And they're, well, I didn't know you had a son. Oh, it's a long story. I'll have to tell you sometime. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but, uh, we, I, I don't know it, you know, I, I kind of see some of the same behavior in him as me. And it's just, it's so weird. It's so weird because yeah, there's just so much that goes along with it. But one of the trips out to Seattle, he actually had, um, he had his brother over and his brother came out with, uh, so I got to meet, gosh, I have four, three or four. I can't remember now. <laughs> uh, I think I have four cousins on that side. And so I got to meet all these cousins and, and they're just, they, they totally welcome me too. They're like, Oh, Hey cousin. <laughs> and they're giving me hugs mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and, uh, and, and I got to meet my uncle and, uh, then we went out to the great uncle's house and he actually has a vineyard in on Vashon Island and he's a pilot too. So he was just like all about talking to me. <laughs> he's like, Oh, this is so cool. It's got as a son as a pilot, you know, we should go flying sometime. And, um, so it's just been a wild ride, but you know, yeah, I just, gosh, you know, sometimes I think about, um, you know, my children and, uh, you know, now they get to know their, their true family and, you know, cause that's their biological family too. And, and this affects them just as much as anything. And, and ever since I told David about, um, you know, I'm not, you know, Hey, I did this DNA test and I'm not yours. And gosh, he got so mad at me. What did I ever do that made you have to go find a new dad? And it's like, what are you even wow. talking about? You know, I, it, that's not how this works. <laughs> um, yeah. That's not how DNA works. I don't get to just find. And so he hasn't talked to me since I told him earlier this year and which is fine. We've gone, Mm -hmm. we've gone plenty of, you know, time not talking to each other, but um, you know, my daughter's birthday's coming up. And so he sent her a gift card and a card and it's like, gosh, how do I deal with this? You know, I still have Mm -hmm. all these, all this outstanding, you know, how, how are we going to move forward with all of this? Because I want my children to know who their real grandpa is. Mm-hmm. and who their real cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff are. And, uh, you know, and, and my wife is, she's actually kind of frustrated because of my last name isn't correct. 
Yeah. And, and you know, and she's like, Oh, yeah. You're, oh, I for, we don't talk to a lot of male NPEs. I forget. The, yeah. 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 That's yeah. With, true. I know women have it easy, I guess, because <laughs> you just, most, <laughs> most women have their husband's last name, anyways. Um, mm-hmm. And so my wife is upset. She's, I don't want David's last name. You know, this is terrible. I, you know, <sighs> I, she was fine. You know, she was fine with my last name. And, and it's funny because, when we got married, I just kind of said, you know, we don't have to worry about David. We can just, we can make our own, you know, family with, with that last name and, you know, whether or not it's, it's truly, you know, my lineage, you know, we're just starting over and, you know, that last name just starts over from here. And mm-hmm. so now she's like, no, <laughs> she's like, I want Scott's last name. <laughs> he's, wow. he's way nicer to me than David. And, and, wow. uh, and, you know, she's, she's thinking of the, of the kids, She's like, you know, I want them to have the right last name. I don't want them to have this weird last name. And, you know, I guess they're young enough that you could, we could change it because they're only um, six and seven. And and it's like, yeah, we could probably change it now. And, you know, they may never know the difference. Mm -hmm. Um, We've kind of talked about that too. Like now they're going to, now they know they're real aunts and cousins and stuff. And, you know, and, and my sister's like, oh, you know, it'll, it'll be fine because they're young enough now. They're just going to grow up always having known this family. And, you know, my kids are always going to grow up just knowing Uncle Chris. And and um, so, you know, but gosh, just so much that goes along with this. So my wife wants me to change my last name, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> uh, so much work. I'm I'm actually talking with someone on the side right now, also a male NPE that He's like, my birth certificate is fraudulent. And I mean, well, all of ours are in a way, but yes, that let me know if you guys go through the process of that. Cause I think I'm going to have someone on in a few episodes talking about, talking about that, you know, making the decision to change the birth certificate and yeah. your legal name and er- all the, everything that goes along with it, the deeds, the bank accounts, the social security. It's, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and, and your children's name and your my, wife's yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just, oh my gosh. it affects so many people. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and, and my wife keeps saying, she says, oh, you know, the next time we get together with, with, uh, with your, she's just, she's like, he's your dad. <laughs> she Aww. doesn't, she doesn't worry mm-hmm. about biological father or anything. She's just, yep. next time we get together with dad, uh, I'm going to ask him, <laughs> I'm going to ask him if I, if I can have his name. And, uh, she never does. She always, she always chickens out. <laughs> yeah. But I know, love how involved and supportive she has been this whole process. Uh, she's Lily. She's been the best. She, she was actually really concerned, um, about me too in the, in the beginning. And she tried to, um, get me a counselor to kind of help out. And, you know, I hear on your podcast all the time, you know, these counselors don't really know how to deal with this situation. And mm-hmm. um, he was more of a substance abuse counselor. And so mm-hmm. the the best thing he could come up with was, you know, I think all this stuff with your new dad's going to work out just fine. Um, you know, but it, you drink a little bit too much. And I'm I'm kind of concerned that your wife might leave you. And I was like, what? Well, this didn't go right. <laughs> this is not helpful. <laughs> you know, you you might drink a little extra too if you went through this. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed you call your um I notice you call him David. How long have you been doing that? Uh it's um it's we kind of switched. We I guess we've kind of my wife has kind of always done that um okay she's always kind of put that disconnect in there yeah um just 
just like I said, I mean, for years and years, we've said, well, you know, yeah, he's my dad, but probably not really. And that's just the way we talked about him. Um, and so what, when we found this out and we got confirmation, I actually immediately went in my phone and changed him from dad, you know, his contact from dad to David. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to make that switch over because for me, that just, that for me, that's the way I want it to go. Um, yeah. you know, we just never got along and he's, he's honestly, I mean, I, I could, it would be a whole nother podcast of a abusive, you know, parental relationships to, to talk about all the, you know, just mean things and just how mean mm. he's been and how much I just, I just don't need him in my life. And so, you know, I'm trying to make that switch over, but it's really awkward because you don't, you know, I don't want to, if I'm, if I'm out visiting Scott in Seattle, it's like, I feel really awkward about just like yelling across the backyard. Hey dad, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, that's weird. You know, we haven't, we haven't done that yet. And and I don't know, you know, I I don't, (laughs) I, I'm like the worst about procrastinating difficult situations. Um, you know, that's kind of why it, it took me a couple months to even, you know, tell David, you know, the news. And and even then, oh my gosh, I, once I te- sent him that text message that we have to talk, I felt like crying, vomiting, and just breaking down all in one. It was the worst feeling come over me. And it's just, uh, but, but yeah, it's, you know, I'm trying to make that switch, but at the same time, it's, it's hard, you know, how do these other people feel about it? And just trying to be sensitive to everybody's, you know, how everybody feels about that kind of switch over. I think it's all, I, th- I honestly, I honestly believe they're all fine with it and they would prefer it that way, mm-hmm. but it's in my head, it's a big hurdle. I have to, I, mm. that I, I would be going over to do that. So. Yeah, it's crazy to hear be at, I think you said you're 36, having to go through all of this. And do you call your dad, dad? Do you say it out <laughs> loud? When are you comfortable doing that? It's, uh, yeah, it's, this it's is a lot. That's a, yeah, that is, uh, yeah, a grown adult. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a grown man with a fully, you know, successful life. And, uh, and, it, mm. and now I have to go through these childish kind mm. of, you know, these things that we're supposed to learn when we're kids. And, yeah. Now we're having to relearn it all. Gosh, it's, it's, it's quite the thing, Lily. And, <laughs> you know, I, gosh, I, that's why it's so great having your podcast and being able to hear other people go through it and being able to process ev- everybody's emotions and understanding that this is okay. <laughs> this yeah. is normal. This is normal to have these feelings. And, um, you know, and this is a great space for, for us to be able to actually talk about our feelings because some of this stuff I, I don't even talk to, I don't even really talk with my wife about um, mm-hmm. some of this stuff in the, that kind of detail just because it's, especially as a male, you know, and I've, I've always been a very closed, reserved person. I've always kind of just been my own, done my own thing. And, and you know, I, I, think, I think this um, experience has a lot to do with that, but... And I hope this space is also a place where sometimes for the people in our lives that aren't MPEs, you know, you're like, I'm so consumed with this in my brain, but I don't want to talk your ear off about it. But I'm like, well, you can talk about it here as much yeah. as you want because yeah. we get it. Yeah. And and you're right. It It is all consuming. I mean, this is, you know, I, this is all I thought about for, you know, the last 10 months. I mean, it's every day it's, you know, 
I, I kind of have a little bit of a longer drive to work because we live out in the country and, and it's like, you know, I'll just zone out not even paying attention to what's on the radio. And I'm, and you know, you're just, you're just in your mind thinking like, oh my gosh, I have five mm-hmm. new sisters. And, uh, you know, I actually, I would actually would write down some of these things where it's like, all of a sudden I realized like I went from two siblings to, you know, what I have eight now or, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, and then I would sit there and I, I was thinking about it and I thought, oh my gosh, they all have full siblings. I don't have a full sibling. Yeah. And then it was like, I just start crying again. <laughs> yeah. I'm just crying in my car, driving to work, thinking about that. And, uh, but, uh, it's funny cause, um, my youngest, uh, sister, she doesn't have a full sibling either. So she's like, we, we can be each other's full siblings. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so she's, she mm. is. She's so sweet. She's just. I yeah. love that she gave you a framed picture of herself. What a oh, doll. Oh my gosh. That was, yeah, that I, I'm telling you, I just broke down and started crying. It was mm. just the sweetest thing. Now, if people want to get in touch with you, how could they do that? Uh, they can absolutely email me and I'd be willing to talk to anybody. I will put that in the show notes. Do you want to go ahead and say it out loud if you remember it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of funny to say it out loud, but um, it's spelled T-H-E-T-M-A-X-X at yahoo.com. Oh, Chris, thank you so much for sharing all of this today. I've really, I've just loved your story. It's been, um, I identified with a lot of the emotionally, the draining, the challenging parts, but it was just so heartwarming to hear how you were accepted by your new family. Yeah. Thank you, Lily. And and I think, you know, I think that that kind of is the difference in my story for, from other people's and it's just, it's been a great experience, but, but even, even the best experience is still, it's just a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah, it is. These stories are here for us to identify with. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, email npestories at gmail.com. You do not have to give any identifying information. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come heal with us.